Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. So we're still in Epiphany, right? Yes. But we are. Let's see. It's not Lent for a while. Yes, but Transfiguration is coming up, what, March 3rd? Yeah. Well, I think it's, it and might then, be this Sunday for one year lectionary, actually. And then there Ash, are different times. Ash Wednesday. Oh, man, that's going to be confusing. Right. And then what, March 6th? <laughs> I'm trying to read the, the uh, church calendar from across the room. <laughs> March sixth is Ash Wednesday, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a it's a ways away still. Um, a well, month. a month. It okay, is that's fair. A month, less than a month now. Ooh, that means it's Easter soon. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Um, so you know, Lent. This is a, a penitential season, but mm-hmm. much like Advent, also a season of waiting. Yes. Especially when we get to Holy Week, and uh, we have a great new book to help you with that, for, mm-hmm. help your family with that. Gail Pollitz is joining us by phone today. She's the author of Waiting in Wonder for Easter from Concordia Publishing House. Gail, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, I'm happy to be with you, and I just want to greet everyone and tell you how excited I am to talk about this resource. Well, we're glad to have you with mm-hmm. us and uh, talk about Waiting in Wonder. Now, the phrase, I, we had a chance to preview the book a little bit, and the, the phrase, I wonder, um, is pretty common. It, it, it's repeated in your book. Um, and I was wondering... Uh, you were wondering. I was wondering <laughs> how wonder is in... The, the concept of wonder is an important part of being a child of God. I think it is. It it makes us seek, um, you know, seek uh, what we want to know about him. We puzzle through things. It's certainly um, something that young children talk about a lot, you know. And, well, I guess my husband and I do the same thing. I wonder this, I wonder Mm -hmm. that. It's great pondering. It is. It is. Uh, Do you think that, uh, that children wonder enough today? Well, I don't know if I can answer that, but (laughs) as a classroom teacher, I used to actually hear a lot of the questions that show up in the book, you know, because they, concepts and church words go by so quickly in, in a setting and they don't always get a chance to ask about them when they're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So I I hope they wonder. I, well, I just... I'm curious if we spend enough time wondering and and contemplating and pondering and and wondering. It, you know, one example from our household recently in in watching like a children's movie or a, like a kids' cartoon or something like that. Um, one day uh, when we were home and it was freezing cold and school was canceled, um, a, a kid show came up on uh, you know public television here in St. Louis and it was one that my son liked but it was you know we caught it in the middle and he said daddy can you rewind it and he didn't grasp that we couldn't rewind it because it was just over the air (laughs) yeah that it was regular broadcast TV and couldn't and it was just it baffled him and I thought Hmm. you know these are the challenges that the children of this generation are going to face and I I'm curious if we you know made me think I probably need to give him more time just to ponder and to be bored and to wonder <laughs> and to ask questions. I mean, he asks good questions, yeah. um, but to give him uh, more things that challenge him to to wonder and to ponder. Yeah, and that's true. You can feed those wonder questions yourself, um, which the book does, you know, wondering about this and wondering about that, to uh, talk about the things of God and to uh, sort of 
evaluate the things they're experiencing in their lives. Are they real? Are they not real? You know, who do I follow? Give us an example of how the book helps families engage in wonder. Um, I think the questions at the beginning start out with the wonder, um, begins with the wondering of just what Lent is. So the, the devotions are really for Holy Week and then the week after, because there are so many wonderful Easter stories. So we wonder about words, right, in the church, like, what does Hosanna mean? What is a sacrament? What does it mean to betray someone? Um, I don't know what it means to confess. So those things we can wonder about. We can wonder about symbols that we see at church, and um, the victorious Lamb of God uh, is one of those symbols. I think we want children to understand or at least think about what they see in a window. Um, so some of those are reflected in the art in the book, and there are explanations for some of those concepts that I mentioned. And part of each of the each of the devotions, uh, there's there's different sections that happen every day. Uh, the, the say it, do it, pray it. Uh, tell me a little bit more about about these sections, what they're meant for. Okay, well, the devotion itself is on on one side, and that devotional thought is uh, answers the question, whatever it is about wondering. And then there's a for a little older kids or for a little bit more advanced, there's a find out more. And so that explains some of the concepts that were brought up in that devotion. Say it is a Bible verse that your family can say to, together. Uh, and then do it is an active activity that, you know, you can choose to do or not choose to do. That pray it is a suggestion that the words aren't actually written in the book, but it's a, uh, a gift to you to think about or in your and personalize and then sometimes mm -hmm. there are hymn lyrics in the book because i'm a big believer in teaching uh, the songs of the church that teach the faith and so that you can find that too the art is wonderful Um, we have art that reflects the biblical story on one side what's what's happening on Monday, Thursday, what's happening on Good Friday. And then there's the artwork that reflects the church things, what's happening at church, uh, what what kinds of things are there uh, in the sanctuary, like the Tenebrae service. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the whole thing going on with the tree and the lamb, which... You can engage young children in wondering what's going on with that lamb and what's happening to the tree because it's changing. You know, it's coming out of winter and into spring. It's flowering. And then later on, uh, there's an opportunity to talk about the symbols of Easter, like butterflies and um, the Easter lily, and the, the tree comes into flower. So it's a lot of opportunity to engage children at a variety of ages. Um, Any other questions? Well, sure. As you were writing this, when or where did you picture a family uh, sitting down with Waiting in Wonder for Easter? Where did you picture families using this? Um, Let me talk about first the idea, um, and then I'll go into that. I was 
visiting a bookstore with when we were in uh, Louisville, and it was before Easter, and I, I looked at all these books, and it was like this, bunny, 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 <laughs> bunny, egg, bunny, bunny, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is, there's no Jesus. And that just really bothered me, and I was thinking, it's got to be more than bunny. It's the lamb. It's the sacrificial lamb of God. And so it sparked in me this idea of wanting to to make a, to make a statement to get that message out. So when I write devotional books like this, I, I like to think that a family has a lot of options for using it. Maybe use it in the morning, although many people are rushed in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you do a portion of it in the car with a reader, like so you have a third grader or second grader. Maybe you do it in the evening. Maybe you do it at bedtime. And if you miss a day, don't beat yourself up. Just keep on going. So this is something that I think in our household would work well, probably around dinner time, um, mm-hmm. maybe maybe bedtime as well. Um, that's when we usually do family prayers, but that's also when we're tending to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, what, what do you think would be the ideal age for this book? You mentioned a few ages earlier. Um, I did, yeah. Well, you have an interest level, so I think... Um, you can always engage preschoolers in the art, and it's good for them to hear church words that, and to know the, the thread of the story of Holy Week. You can engage first and second graders in third and fourth graders in the reading of the text. And for those who can read, you, you know, you could break it up. One person could read uh, the devotional thought. I'm hoping that my goal was that it would be a broad spectrum of ages in a family. Um, and it could be, you know, adult children would in, uh, participate at their level too. And so I see it as a broad range. So this really could work for, uh, be useful for a family that has children of, of uh, different ages as well. Yes. yes. Where can we find Waiting in Wonder for Easter? You can find it at Concordia Publishing House. I think you can also find it on the you can find it on the web. Very good. CPH.org is a place to find right. Waiting in Wonder for Easter by Gail Pollitz. Um, great resource for, for the family sitting down during Holy Week. And as you mentioned, also that Easter week as well, following Holy Week. That's right. Great way. So many of those stories are just so exciting, things that happened on Easter. Yeah, it sounds like a a great resource. Looking forward to using it. Our family uh, will hopefully get a copy of it before we get too far into Lent so that we can use it during uh, Holy Week as well. Um, Well, I'll send you one if you don't get one. That would be wonderful. That would be great. We'd love to have a copy of it. Uh, Okay. Any any other things that uh, you're... Do you have any plans, any sneak peek of anything else coming forward in the future? Oh, thanks for asking. Sure. Yeah, I just... uh, I'm not... Not like this, but I'm just starting to work on something for Lent for next year that will be a resource for children uh, for the entire, you know, uh, all the days of Lent. 
So I haven't even wrapped my head around what that's going to look like, but it's going to be exciting. 40 plus days. Yes. (laughs) That sounds exciting. That does sound like a a great resource. Uh, And we'll have a, uh, like a chart or calendar that's kind of large that will help you, you know, engage in doing whatever you want to do uh, on there, like following through kind of like a pathway or journey through Lent, a visual journey that suggests things. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to working on that next. Well, Gail, thanks so much for being our guest today on the Coffee Hour. It's been a pleasure to talk with you again. Check it out, cph.org, Waiting in Wonder for Easter. Gail Politz is our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thanks for inviting me again, and God's blessings to everyone. Thank you, and uh, blessings as you prepare for the season of Lent. Thank you. Should we give a quick preview of what's coming up next week? I think that would be great. Um, I guess I could pull my calendar up, too. Well, I'm excited because we get to talk with uh, some friends from LWML. Yes, we do. Your friend. My friend. Yes. She's my parents' friend, too. Yeah. They go to the same church. Kay Wolf and <laughs> uh, Kay Wolf from LWML and yeah. Amy Gertz from Rural and Small Town Mission going to talk with us uh, about an upcoming presentation. They have a webinar um, on engaging young women, particularly through LWML. So yeah. excited. It's good. Yeah. It's a yeah. good thing for young women to be engaged in. Right. Exactly. Looking forward to sh- uh, to talking with them. And uh, we're going to take a look at one of the um, articles in Lutheran Witness also on Monday um, from a chaplain um, from a... Uh, from Lutheran Home in Harwood Place in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. We're going to talk with Chaplain Walter as well. Well, now we finally have our music so we can say <laughs> goodbye. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay warm. I'm Andy Bates. <laughs> I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu.